And we're back with Lobby Concessionals, the movie podcast where nobody's right and everybody's wrong. That's Brendan. I'm Parker. This week, we're going to do a after the credits where we take a look at current events in movies. Current events, current movies, current things, uh, you know, stuff's going on. Stuff that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan, what have you seen this week or in the last two weeks? Uh, seen? Uh, what? Nothing. Like, oh, what oh, have oh, I seen oh, this oh. week? Uh, no, I, uh, no. It's been a bit of like a, not a sabbatical, but it's been a nice little break. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So still nothing. Nice little break from the thing you love doing. Okay. <laughs> just uh, just a enough. huge break from yeah. the thing that uh, that we love doing so much. Uh, so nothing. It's been really quiet, which is like nice, but at the same time, again, we I think we talked about it two weeks ago where it's just like it's a weird slow period for movies. Uh, ish. I don't know if I'd say that. But, ish. You know. <laughs> uh, at least slow in the sense that you know, there's very few things I don't want to watch. Uh, I mean, that's just a lie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm lying straight on camera. That's fine too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, uh, given that this is the early May uh, episodes, yeah. Uh, I I just I want to note the fact that we are actually recording this a little bit more in advance than we would typically. Yeah. yeah. So at this point of recording, uh, Doctor Strange isn't out yet. So no, see, neither like, of yeah. us have seen that. This is going to change really quick. This the slow burn period. This the slow period. Oh yeah, it's is, just this is it. It's about to take off. This like is a it. Rocket. So, yeah, okay. yeah. Um. So you are just going to sit here and say you don't. There's nothing you want to see right now. No, no, I, when, I, I didn't say there's nothing I don't want to see. I said there's very few things I wanted to see. When the Northmen <laughs> and it's... that other movie that has a long and complicated name that has massive talent in there. <laughs> what is it called? The um, I think it's the unbearable weight, weight of, of massive, massive talent. talent. Yeah. For some reason, I was stoked about the 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 title, the the film, yeah. when I first saw trailers and stuff. And now I cannot remember the title ever. <laughs> it's just... It seems like a bit of a mess, so I don't know if that was just a, a mistake on the point of view of the marketing department or how that ended up working out, uh, but I'm curious to see if it does the Edge of Tomorrow and almost completely rebrands, re-brands the, name, the whole thing uh, when they release it on video. Yeah. Like, they didn't actually rebrand the name. It was still Edge of Tomorrow, but the fact that they put the tagline, live, die, repeat, <laughs> as, like bolded on the copies of dvds <laughs> made it very clear that that's what they were trying to sell yeah. because the title edge of tomorrow is generic and doesn't mean anything <laughs> so at least the unbearable weight of massive talent actually does mean something you know like i think it's it, it's far less generic than edge of tomorrow anyway i'm getting off on no, a no, tangent but here. I, both those movies are on the list i just have i was not able to get to them before we were man you haven't even seen edge of tomorrow yet no no i have not <laughs> No, it's great. I love that. No, movie. no, no, no. No, I'm just being a dick. Um, well, then I'm going to flex. Yeah, do it. Uh, because I have seen The Northman. Um, <laughs> and it was incredible. Yeah. Holy smokes. It was incredible. Um, I I wouldn't necessarily describe myself as a big Robert Eggers guy, the um, the director. Yeah. Um, I had seen The Vavitch. The Witch. The v- v- The v- Itch. Either I, or. Who's to say? Either or. Um. <laughs> Uh, I had seen it and enjoyed it. Uh, I have typically a little bit of a hard time with some of those slower burn uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but I quite enjoyed it. And Anya Taylor-Joy is amazing. Um, so, yeah, I was planning to watch this guy. And then Lighthouse came out. And I have a weird thing about black and white movies. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think partially it's just that it, black and white films in general are associated with 
pretension. Um, <laughs> no, and... I, I was about to say old movies, and you just went with the with oh, a knife. Yeah. With the, That's what I mean, with the knife. No, but like, <laughs> the, like it's it's associated with older films, but older films needed to be in black and white. <laughs> like they couldn't afford it. We can now, <laughs> and so there's lots of movies that I'm like, does this need to be? And and don't get me wrong, I don't want to get flamed for this. Um. I see there was artistic decisions to be made. So there was actually multiple scenes in the Northmen where they took, they, they very clearly shot it and then just like shot it on black and white yeah. or put a filter. I assume it's actually shot differently. Yeah. 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 Um, because there's no way they would get that high a contrast in a real setting. Sure. Um, there was like also a couple cool scenes where the, uh, it was shot black and white. Um, but they had, I assume again, digitally, but not a hundred percent. Um, but they added in um, reflections of flame and like a little bits of color where the um, a light from flame would be. Yeah. Um, so you know, Alexander Skarsgård, his whole face, like his extreme close up, you see his whole face fill in the frame, and but a little bit of his cheek is like lit up in yellow bit. by the yeah. the flame. And I'm like, oh man, this looks awesome. <laughs> so don't get me wrong, I don't just hate black and white films, but I, I typically find it a little bit hard. You just um, spent three quarters of the movie questioning why they did it. Yes, <laughs> correct. No, no, no. Actually, for the Northmen, I really liked it. I had a heart, but I didn't. End up, I still haven't seen the Lighthouse because of that. I, I yeah. was thrown off initially, and then just haven't gotten around to it since. But I've heard amazing things. Oh, that's so incredible. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so the Northmen, awesome. Uh, Starsguard is a revelation. That guy <laughs> is whole. Like he's he's a beast on screen, yeah, and and like almost literally. Um, and I didn't realize. I think that there's quite a bit of it that's actually like pulled straight from Norse tradition, and like it is it is very well researched. Yeah. Um. So there's whole chunks of it where uh he is like they are literally trying to embody wolves. Um. So he is acting like a wolf and like growling and and screaming at the camera. Yeah. And I kind of expected it to come across as goofy. You know, like I I think that's a hard thing. But first of all, that guy is huge and scares <laughs> the hell out of me. So, uh, so he really sells it. And the other thing is, is that the none of that movie is goofy at all. Like they are deadly serious the whole time. Yeah. Which makes it even better i think if there was even a little bit of goofiness like i don't think that movie has a single joke let's be really clear um uh, you're not used to that at all <laughs> but like usually comedy some sort of humor sure. is, is baked into yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's like it's humorless and it needs to be i think if there was any humor in there it would make then certain other parts fairly laughable yeah um man it is wow like I'm, yeah oh yeah did it hit your? What are we? Are we? Are we far enough into the year that we can start doing best ofs yet? Like a best of twenty twenty two yet? Are we there? Uh, like we could, I guess. <laughs> um, like it's May, but <laughs> and yeah, it would probably it would be on that list for yeah. sure. I hate. Oh man, yeah. and we talked about we've talked about this before, but I hate. Uh, breaking it down that specifically i think and so i don't want to do that yet because i have to spend more time and guaranteed what will happen is i'm like oh yeah number one movie of the year and then one comment will be like what about this movie that you said you loved last week and i'll be like oh right i'm stupid you know so um but it's it's up there it is yeah incredible yeah i'm excited for it like i i i, I wish we could have found the time to, find, to do it before this recording yeah. so we can 
both gush about it. Ugh. But uh, but just I'll, me next time. Just you. Um, it's also just as a quick aside, shocking how the Canadian rating systems work. Um, because that movie is 14A, and there is multiple people that are decapitated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a lot of blood, and uh, Willem Dafoe's penis makes a guest appearance. So, as how do you tell the difference between his face and his penis? Uh, is this a shit? <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> He's got a weird face. Oh, <laughs> I was like, is you are you setting me up for something? Like, am I going to get my get pants and then shoved over? No, like, what's it. going on? That's the bit. Um, uh, for the record, though, while we're talking about his penis, now that you brought it up, uh, uh, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> um, that guy, man, is, are we? Yeah, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, that guy has a magnificent penis. <laughs> There is uh, a few videos. I'm pretty sure you could just Google Willem Dafoe naked. And there's this video, I think, from the like 80s or 70s sure. where he's just dancing around and he's fully nude. And there's other random people. And it's like a 15, 30-second clip maybe. Um, and it's like it looks like hippie Willem Dafoe. Okay. Um, but, man, like you stuck that around guy for the whole is a shower, not a grower <laughs> for sure. Oh, I stuck around for a full 30 seconds and then watched it multiple times. <laughs> That has been a video I have sent around to people. And then with no warning either. Like that's <laughs> I'm just saying like and I think there's something about it that again there's there's nothing sexual about the video at all. They just happen to be nude. It's just people noticeably having a good time while nude. Um and so I, I think that's some of what got me too, is I'm like, oh, like this isn't even like a like a weird sex scene he did for some <laughs> random B movie or something. Like this is just He just like stumbled on set. I honestly think it was like Saturday for this guy. <laughs> like he was just hanging out at home fully nude with other people that were also fully nude. And someone started filming. And he was like, oh, man, I'm really in a groove of whatever music this is. And just starts. And it's like weird dancing. It is dad dancing, you know, where it, if his like obviously his kids would be embarrassed. But if his kids were to watch him doing this dance, even fully clothed, they'd be like, oh, dad, stop. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Man, this has been a diatribe, huh? Well, we just just uh, let's uh, uh, check in Monday uh, for an episode fully on Willem Dafoe's dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo, boy! <laughs> um, so that's going to be, as far as I'm concerned, the best part of this episode. What we've just discussed, because from here, basically everything goes downhill. In terms of things I have watched. <laughs> well, I... Considering I've watched nothing, and now the only thing I might watch this week is a 30-second clip of Willem Dafoe naked dancing. This is it. Yeah. Well, no, no. Like, that'll be the peak of the week, for sure. Even if you watched other things. Um, have you watched Moon Knight? You caught up? At uh, this point, as of filming, there has been five episodes released. We have not... I have not seen the finale. I have not seen... Is five the finale? No, six is. Sorry, I have not... Five has been released. I have not seen five. Oh, okay. 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 Um, so... I will talk about four, episode okay. four, really quick. I was quite happy at the end of episode four um, because it seemed like they were um, okay. So Moon Knight spoilers, just to be really clear, I'm just going to say sure. everything. So you know, step ahead two minutes, whatever. Um, but I was quite happy with what they were doing with the character, um, the the sort of fake out that he wakes up in a um, psychiatric institution. Yeah. Um, seemed i was excited about um in particular there's a run in 2016 um a comic run done by jeff lemire and greg smallwood yeah. um that featured moon knight in 
an institution. Yeah. Um, and I quite liked it. Uh, I think it's like 12 issues or something. And the first six were incredible. Um, I found that they didn't really tie it up in the same way that I, I would hope. Um, mm -hmm. But I, how I saw the story going and in the direction I saw it going, uh, I was quite happy with that this was being introduced because I think they could do this twist halfway through and then still manage to uh, tie it up in a satisfying way. Yeah. Um, and then not to now spoil anything. Well, I'm going to spoil something. No, we got you, it. But Let's nothing go. too crazy. But uh, I was un unfortunate. Like I, I was unfortunately disappointed with episode five. Yeah. Um, just because it seems like uh, by the end of episode five, it seems clear to me they don't, in, or it doesn't seem to me that they don't know what they're doing with the psychiatric institution oh, plot line. Gotcha. Um, it it is they sort of muddied the waters a bit. Um, so he dies at the end of episode four, like he yeah. gets shot, right, yeah. and then wakes up in this institution. Um, and then the bit in episode five that you find out immediately is that he's there in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, so it seems like he's flipping back to the mental institution as a way to like cope with being in the afterlife. Like yeah. this is like his brain's way of handling sure. it. I, I don't know. I, I don't love it personally. Um, so it, it seems like more, it was just a fake out for episode four yeah. as opposed to being a plot line that was going to uh, bear that's fruit. A, that's actually unfortunate. I think that I was, I've been happy with the show up until now in terms of, of, of what they've been doing with the character and all of the yeah. the cool mythology stuff. Totally. But there was a sense that it didn't feel like it was part of anything bigger, which is the whole point of the Marvel yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when they when they get to the Institute, I'm like, oh, that's, now we're kind of back to like a real world, modern world thing. Sure. And I was hoping that's where we would start to feel more MCU stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, and to, so to hear that it's not actually the case is kind of disappointing. Yeah, and like um, episode five basically ends up being like it effectively is the emotional ground for the the whole show. Sure. Um, it ends up you find out a lot more about his past. Uh, you give it gives you effectively the origin story, um, why he's he's got um, he's split into two different personalities. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Um, and and I think they handle that well. Um, but I agree with you. I, I'm not seeing a tie to the greater universe now. Yeah. I don't know if I hate that in general. Sure. Like I, I love those um, Netflix shows, for instance, mm -hmm. and they only tie to each other, really. Like they, yeah. they just sort of referenced yep. uh, events. And so I don't hate the fact that you know if this was Oscar Isaac's only thing and he did six episodes of Midnight and then nothing more. Yeah. I if they nail these episodes, great. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm okay with that. That we yeah. got some of Oscar Isaac as opposed to none. You know, um, uh, but. Given where the story seems to be heading, and that they only have one more episode to tie it all together, I don't know if I'm going to be totally stoked by the end of it. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah. But, and I think he's gone on record and saying like this is it for him. Did he? Yeah. He's oh. gone on record, and that's not to say that they won't come to him with like a dump truck full of money and be like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. You want to come hang out with uh, Charlie Cox on screen, do a little thing. Oh, uh, but. He said that as of right now, this is it for him. Oh, okay. So I, I can understand why there's no reason to tie in with to tease the rest of that. Yeah. Um. But that's unfortunate. You even like a mention or anything like that. Like I get maybe he's not a hero that needs to tie in with the Avengers, and I don't sure. know if I want to see that. But there's a whole bunch of other people there. I I, I thought maybe you know you announced Blade a bunch of years yeah. back. Like Blade would be a perfect fit for this. 
even kind of even hint at. Yeah, sure. You know, stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, and I'm sure we'll still see it. Like, uh, there's going to be some sort of tease Something. or hide or yeah, 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 yeah. tie together near in there somewhere. Um, yeah, I think ideally, I'd like to have seen a Midnight Suns thing with Blade and Ghost Rider yeah. um, and Moon Knight. But, Absolutely. Um, I don't think we're getting that. I think that's a little. Uh, I'm reaching, probably. I don't know. I think you could get there eventually. Well, but if Oscar Isaac is done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Okay. Now, then again, I guess it could be a Moon Knight that's not Oscar Isaac, but I don't know if I want that either. You know, right. now that I've had Oscar <laughs> Isaac Moon Knight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 you could use that character as to set up that world. Yep. At least. Yep. And then sure. you can have him exit it and be fine. But Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, overall, I'm happy with what they're doing with the character. Yeah. Um, I'm like I said, I was slightly disappointed with some of the conclusions or where we're going in episode five, but I, eh, I trust it's going to come back around and I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Oscar Isaac's slaying it. And so is, um, uh, oh God, Ethan Hawke. Oh man. I just oh, thought, I'm not a big Ethan Hawke guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm really liking him. Really yeah. Liking yeah. Him. Yeah. And I liked it, especially when you see him as this, um, doctor character. Uh, in this psychiatric yeah. hospital because he's featured a number of times throughout episode five yeah. and uh, and I like that we got to see both you know like That's both cool. sides of him yeah. and, and it gives him a little bit of yeah. opportunity I just feel like every time he shows up on the screen the, the pace of the thing just comes to a crawl yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah, and that doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I think he's a he's a great actor and I yeah uh, yeah no I like him I, cool. I like seeing him yeah on there um. I also watched uh, the first Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I I don't know. I watched it mainly because it was like an hour and a half, and I was like, sure. yeah, screw it. You know, I was sort of interested. I like Ben Schwartz. So yeah, like, I like Ben Schwartz. It could be fun. Um, and it was, eh, it was fine. I think the internet kind of blew it up to be more than it was, mainly because the internet was a big part of the reason the he got redesigned. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. There's a little bit of ownership there. Yeah. A little and so pride. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it just was fine. You know, like I liked seeing Jim Carrey do a silly role. Um, there was a couple things for Ben Schwartz that I enjoyed, but most of it was like cringy uh, hello fellow kids things <laughs> where I'm just like, oh, stop. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, you know. is it is one of those things where I think people are just happy that it didn't suck. Probably, yeah. Like, and that's the thing is, I liked the character. Like, I enjoyed, um, it, you know, some of those games, the early ones mainly. Uh, <laughs> where before, when Sega still coming had off some, like a huge fan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean when Sega still knew what they wanted to do with them and they yeah, had yeah, a yeah. direction. I liked those games sure. a lot. Um, uh, and then eventually they had no idea what to do with the character. So I was hoping this could, you know, lend a little bit more credence to him. I seem to remember there being a cartoon and like uh, on tv in like 2006 or something somewhere in there um that i also enjoyed watching there's so, a bunch of sonic cartoons a, is couple there? Of, a couple of early 90s ones were really really good sonic and friends the for the one where he's in the forest with princess sally and stuff don't even know if i've seen that but <laughs> it's great you know um <laughs> there's there's i think there's a couple that suck and then there's one that's really really good and i always get them mixed up ah yeah yeah well <laughs> i did not come prepared so <laughs> um and then the other unfortunate thing is I decided to watch uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage because also it was an hour and a half and it was directed by Andy Serkis. And I'm like, how bad could it oh, be? I forgot Andy Serkis directed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And it's not Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy's in it again. And I'm like, uh, it's so many good people. And the only word I can think of is 
joyless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like no one's no one's even having a fun time. You know, like I, we already talked about Moon Knight, but I look at Ethan Hawke in Moon Knight, and I'm like, you do not want to be associated with a Marvel <laughs> property. Like yeah. he's just not there for that. Um, but at least he seems to be having a good time. Sure. Like I, I, I see him in the role, and I can see why this would have been fun for him. Yeah. Um, and I don't see that with anyone on on the set of Venom. Like it really seems to me that they were all just miserable and really phoning it in. You know. <laughs> well, it, Hardy seemed like he had a good time in the first one, right? Did he? Like, I don't know. Like I, I I hate that movie. I, it's just it's bad. It's bad. But he seemed like he was all right. Like I know, like Michelle Williams looked like she wanted to just never make movies again. <laughs> Die. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and maybe in that, that's probably a, a decent way of of putting it. I don't. Like and, and I'm judging this based entirely on their performance in the film, not on anything in the back, like on behind the scenes or anything, right? So um, it's hard to judge whether someone's actually having a good time, or it can be hard to judge whether someone's having a good time as their character, yeah, because yeah. maybe their character isn't having a good time. And so if I see that they're enjoying themselves, they're doing a bad job, you know? Um, but still, it just felt like there wasn't any soul to it at all. Like, And obviously there's not. Um, but I, I kind of thought that, you know... I like Venom um, as a character. Uh, I don't like that movie, that first one. Um, but and I, you know, again, I like basically all of the actors, the director. You know, like theoretically, this should be at least fine. And I'm like, it's an hour and a half. Like, I'm not going to regret taking that time. And, and I don't know if I regretted you, it. Oh, you do. But like, <laughs> oh, wow, you do. Wow. <laughs> I would have been really disappointed if I saw it in theaters. Let's put it that way. I kind of just wish Andy Circus would have just one man showed it if it's all CG anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't acknowledge that literally everyone in the, in the movie is Andy Circus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, there's like one bit that unfortunately I saw in the trailer that I thought was actually funny. Um, where it like it's like well i saw it in the trailer so it ruined it for oh, the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. you know like i laughed in the trailer <laughs> and then i see it in the movie and i'm like oh that would have been fun if i had like there would have been a moment of brightness <laughs> in this dismal film um for me but i already knew about it but it's like it's near the climax of the film eddie and venom are so seemingly finally working together yeah they're going into the this church to take down uh carnage um and and then venom goes oh shit it's a red one and then goes back inside of eddie and i thought that was hilarious but again it was ruined in the trailer so yeah. do you think you'd be more upset if like it was in the trailer and then you waited for it the whole movie and it just never happened? oh oh man if they pulled it i would have been devastated so devastated Oh man! Like, and don't get me wrong. If you like Venom, if you like those movies, go nuts. Like, enjoy what you want to enjoy. But oh man, I had a rough time. And I, I think it's just I want to see don't, something better with that character. Don't tell him to go nuts, or else we're gonna get weird movies like El Muerte. <laughs> oh boy! So, uh, Brennan, as a comic guy, yeah, how did you feel about Bad Bunny being cast as El Muerte? In a uh, El Muerte film. Just a solo movie. So number one, I thought, okay, that's a weird like a side villain for like an opening credit scene for like the new Spider-Man movie. Sure. Or Morbius movie, whatever yeah, yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah. And then I'm reading it's it's a full-on solo movie. Yeah. It's just him. He's like a throwaway character that was in like four pages of a comic from 20 years ago. 
Yeah, I literally did some <laughs> research on this, and I found two comics he is in. Yeah, literally two. Yeah. What? <laughs> but I think it was one of the. I think it was one of those things where Bad Bunny got to pick. Like oh, they they came to him and why I I well I don't I don't know what's going on with him. He's kind of everywhere right now. But like. We don't even have a Rhino movie yet. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Let's be fair. I will pay for that. I will single-handedly, I will single-handedly single fund a Rhino movie yeah. with Paul Giamatti. With Paul Giamatti, not a robot suit though. Yeah, I want a skin suit. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Paul Giamatti in a skin suit. No other context needed. Give me that movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like Bad Bunny, uh, he's been doing a lot of weird wrestling stuff as of late as well. Uh, he showed up at last year's WrestleMania to okay. wrestle and uh, kind of blew it blew it out of the water. Like he he was fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah, he was great. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of like set the standard for like celebrities coming in and doing like a bit. But he actually went in and he went down to Florida and he trained for like six months. Oh, wow! For this one match and killed it. So, like, every celebrity who's come in after that has had this bar set by Bad Bunny, of all people. Yeah. So, like, this year it was Logan Paul. Logan Paul was at WrestleMania this year and killed it. Went down, trained, because now that's the, the the level you have to do this at. Well, he's been boxing for a few years And he's years been boxing, now, right? so he, the so... athleticism's there. Sure. Uh, but the camera presence and all that, he's got all that stuff in spades, so he did great. Uh, it got booed out of the building, which is a thing that he's used to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he was great, and so Bad Bunny has been doing that stuff, and wrestling has kind of been his thing for a long time. So it doesn't surprise me that he picked a, a wrestler, a luchador, yeah, yeah wrestler yeah. character. I just still don't understand why somebody was like, "Yeah, let's give him a full movie, though." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, unexplainable. You know, oh, no, man. I have no idea what the Sony universe is doing. Yeah. Oh boy, um, I'm devastated right now. I I don't even know. Do you have anything more to talk about? I have one uh, one quick thing. Okay, good. Let's let's <laughs> get my mind off of what we're discussing uh, right now. This week, I read. I went back and read. I'd read it uh, years and years and years ago, and I didn't know it would lead to anything. But sure. I read uh, the Killer, which is a French comic book. Okay. Uh, written by at the time his name was he went by like a writer named called Matz M A T Z. Okay. Just Matt's. But now he's using his real name now. It's Alexis Nolent. That is nothing like Matt's. Not at all. <laughs> uh, and the reason I went back and I read it is because uh, David Fincher is, uh, is making a movie Woo! Uh, for Netflix with Michael Fassbender as the lead role in The Killer. Okay, I and love this. Movie. And it's the first time uh, Fincher is reuniting with uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, who is his writer on Seven. Oh, wow. So that's the crew that's making this movie for wow. Netflix, The Killer. Uh, so I'm very excited about it. So I, why, why I read that this week? I reread that this week. And it's worth reading. I assume it's great. It's okay. great. He's like a serial killer. He's like a hitman. Okay. But he starts having a crisis of conscience. So he starts thinking about the things that he's doing, or like bigger pictures. Like he thinks about the Holocaust and all that stuff. And it's it's just like a really weird mind trip of a, of a guy who's doing really really bad things, but is constantly thinking about the weight of those things. So that sort of sounds like. Like lots of movies, like that sounds like Leon the Professional, right? A little like, bit, a little bit. Um, or I guess, sorry, that movie is just called The Professional. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Um, like, so we've seen movies like that before. Is this going to be something different? Like, don't get me wrong, 
David Fincher, I will watch it already. Yep. Michael Fassbender, I will watch it already. <laughs> um, so I, I don't need to be sold on this. I'm just curious. Like, no, it it, it's it's just yeah. It, it it there's multiple series. Like the first volume is is only four issues. I think it was. Oh okay. Uh, and I think there there are three or four series into it. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, but it's not a game changer. It is just a it's just a weird. Uh, personality study or psychological study of that character hmm. so i don't think that it, it it's a well-written comic okay uh and i don't think it's a game changer in any kind of sense i don't think it, it, it changes the wheel in terms of uh what's being presented okay so if, if it's just going to be really well directed and really well acted and really well written sign me up yeah yeah oh fair enough fair <laughs> enough yeah um uh one last thing for me, anyway, like, you know, if you want to riff no, on I'm this, good. go nuts. But um, uh, CinemaCon was a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever whenever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, how weird is it that Olivia Wilde was served papers, um, custody papers from Jason Sudeikis by some random legal aid in the middle of her giving a presentation there? Like, the, I watched the video. <laughs> the chick uh, rolls up, just dumps an envelope on the stage. Yeah. And Olivia Wilde, giving a presentation at the time about her new film, yeah. says, huh, what is this? Like a script? And then like opens it up and goes, oh, okay, acknowledged or something. Yeah. And then shoves it back and doesn't – and like continues on because sure. she's a performer and a professional. Yeah. What the hell was this person doing? It's their job. Well, yeah, but not there. It's exactly there. Like – I get you're supposed to surprise people, but, like, come on. Not just surprise. The point of it is to not just surprise, but to make sure that they are there and that you have witnesses and other people and so that you can you have, you have know that you did your job. Are you condoning this? I'm not condoning it. I just understand it because I've been served twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, if anything, you should be more on my side about I, this. I just, I get it. You know, I, I get it. Like, I, I was... Uh, I had a store. I had a store, and it was a tax thing. Or like, no, I was in a car accident. Uh, I was a third-party car accident, and uh, so they, the the two people who actually got into the accident, were going to take the whole thing to court. So I had I got served papers to go to court. But it was yeah. a Sunday at the store, and a guy comes in with like a brown outfit, and I'm like, oh, I've got a package here for Brennan, and I'm, I wasn't there, so my friend calls and he's like, hey, you want to come down here? There's a package for you. I'm all excited. I'm like, packages <laughs> on a Sunday? That's great. <laughs> Come down there, and I'm like, oh man, what do we, what do you got for me? And he's just like, bam, here's your papers. I'm like, you just oh, got served, man. <laughs> but I get it, you know. I, okay, well, so and for context, though, I just want to be clear for any of the viewers who are unaware about this and have heard about this for the first time through the podcast. Um, uh, Jason Sudeikis has made it clear that he had no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, it is inherently inherently hilarious. <laughs> Uh, because she was giving a presentation about her next film starring Harry Styles, who she left Jason Sudeikis for. Yeah. So she's in the middle of talking about what a revelation he is in this film. And then she gets served <laughs> custody papers. So again, awful. Awful <laughs> that that happened. That's brutal. Also, though, undeniably hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know that it's awful. It's because it sounds like their their split was pretty friendly. Amicable, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. you know, and like uh, it's it just felt like a process they were going through. Yeah, but like again, it, the, the the papers she knew were probably coming, as opposed to like not knowing at all. It just it came at a bad time. Yeah, it came at a bad time. 
Well, like, I think that's the thing, is that this person saw, like, the person who's supposed to serve these papers was like, yep, I'm not going to not do it right now. Because, like, I don't know, they, if they manage to find their way to dump something on the stage, clearly they're already subverting some security. Like, uh, they probably could have got some other place yeah. where there wasn't a whole to be bunch fair, of I bet watching. I bet you the person was, like, going to wait it out, but was probably going to miss that Matt Reeves Batman panel announcement. Ooh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Can't blame him. Nope. Um, what? Matt Reeves Batman panel <laughs> announcement? Uh, Reeves and Pattinson signed on for Batman 2. That is uh, that is official. Every, nice. Everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming back. So far. Yeah. What is? What is well, that everybody mean? like who should be. What? What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. What That's, does that mean? I don't know what that means. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, sweet. Well, that's dope. Yeah. Good to hear that. Yeah. I think uh, they can only do good things. Yeah. And I think we'll probably end on that light note, on that happy note. On a happy you note. Know? Because it's been a rough one. 